Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater, or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about the classic pre-code horror film, Frankenstein, from 1931, directed by James Whale. Uh, written by Garrett Fort, Francis Edward Farrow, starring Colin Clive and Boris Karloff. Uh, this movie, Dr. Henry Frankenstein is obsessed with assembling a living being from parts of several exhumed corpses. Uh, despite never having watched this movie before, I had watched it this week, uh, obviously, I've seen all of the iconic scenes that are from this movie, uh, and even in this watch, those scenes and how they play out truly stand out. There are some epic scenes, um, amazing performances, but uh, the rest of the movie, in my opinion, kind of slow and wasn't really into it, but... Uh, but it's a classic for a reason, and it's only 70 minutes long. So it's one thing I do enjoy. I watched a bunch of the pre-code horror films uh, for Sunday. I'm releasing an episode top five where I rank movies. And uh, so I watched probably close to 20 pre-code horror movies, which are movies that came out uh, between the time uh, when film started doing sound and before they implemented the Hayes Code, uh, which was a restriction on, uh, you know, implying sexual content or implying certain things. It just became very much more conservative uh, movies. Had to follow a strict code uh, at, in, like, I think it was uh, 1934. Uh, the Hayes Code was implemented uh, before the MPAA and all that kind of stuff. So... Kind of a very unique time in film history. Uh, a lot of classic horror films like Frankenstein. Uh, the other universal monsters like The Invisible Man, Dracula, The Mummy. All of these movies uh, were released in this time as well. Uh, and I wanted to talk about one of them. One of the 20. And I chose to talk about this one uh, because it is so iconic. I've heard The Bride of Frankenstein is actually even better. So, you know, maybe I'll do a series where I just watch all of them. Who knows? I'm sure there's many, many Frankenstein movies out there. Uh, but this one, definitely one of the most, came out in 1931, one of the most iconic horror films ever made, based on Mary Shelley's 1818 novel Frankenstein, or the modern Prometheus, uh, which I think is a cool name. Uh, directed by James Whale, as I said, produced by Universal Pictures. And it's a seminal film in the horror genre and has had profound impact on popular culture. The film tells the story of Dr. Henry Frankenstein, a passionate scientist 
who becomes obsessed with the idea of reanimating the dead. Uh, with the help of his hunchback assistant, Fritz, he collects body parts from various sources and assembles a humanoid creature. Using a powerful electrical storm, Frankenstein brings the creature to life, but soon realizes that he's created a monster. The creature, confused and frightened, escaped from the country, escaped into the countryside. While he's initially uh, innocent and childlike, the fearful reactions of villagers and a series of tragic events lead him down a path of violence. The climax of this film sees an intense confrontation between Dr. Frankenstein, the monster, and the enraged villagers. The role of the monster played by Boris Karloff is one of the most iconic in film history. Karloff's portrayal with his sunken eyes, flat head, and heavy uh, boots has become definitive imagery of Frankenstein monster, even though it differs from Shelley's original description. I would love to know what he was originally described to look like because it is true the look of frankenstein is it is always this look it, the flat head the bolt sticking out of the neck the heavy shoes whether it's other frankenstein movies or even uh the monsters uh which the, the dad of that is basically frankenstein uh has that same look uh it is iconic. Definitely uh, every every other Frankenstein, for, for, for the most part, uh, tries to make it look very similar. Let's take a quick break from the podcast because I want to talk about my new limited edition signed and numbered prints for The Many Faces, my ongoing ink painting series of abstract and surreal faces. You can now get limited edition signed and numbered prints. Only five prints are available for each image, and they are printed high quality on the same paper that I use to print or to uh, paint, I should say, the original painting. So high quality paper, the highest print quality, uh, and uh, all made by me in-house. I make them, I print them, I double check, I sign them, I number them, all that stuff. Sizes and prices. Uh, is four by six is five dollars. Six by nine is ten, and the nine by twelves are twenty dollars. That is for the prints themselves. And of course, you can always go to InspiredDisorder.com and collect the original artwork as well. Take your walls to the next level with these limited edition art prints. Once they're gone, they're gone. Go to InspiredDisorder.com and shop the collection and take your walls to the next level. Now let's get back to the show. Uh, the makeup design for the monster created by Jack Pierce is legendary. The look has been uh, replicated, parodied, and paid homage to in countless movies and TV shows and other media. Uh, like the novel, the film grapples, grapples with themes of playing God, the responsibilities of creation, and the societal rejection of the quote-unquote other. However, the, movies, uh, the movie simplifies and alters many aspects of the book's narrative and the characters. The film includes some of the most iconic lines in cinema, such as Dr. Frankenstein's exclamation, He's alive! He's alive! And that scene, of course, when the creature first shows signs of life, 
an amazing scene. Amazing acting in that moment as well. I was like surprised how powerful the performance was in that moment. Uh, the film's score, uh, though uncredited, added t- to the atmosphere and was crucial in establishing the mood of the film. Frankenstein was a massive success upon its release and solidified Universal Pictures' reputation for horror. Following the success of Dracula, released the same year, the movie spawned numerous sequels and was instrumental in launching the Universal Monsters series of films, which they tried to reboot with the Tom Cruise Mummy movie uh, and was going to be the Rettvelt, Rightvelt forget the uh the uh the uh nicholas cage dracula movie was supposed to be initially was going to be part of that uh reboot of the monster universe uh but since the tom cruise film flopped uh the they changed the nicholas cage dracula movie to be more of an action uh action comedy which i loved that movie i thought it was a lot of fun i I haven't seen the uh tom cruise mummy movie but i thought the uh right was a a lot of fun um its impact on popular culture is vast the images of karloff's monster with the bolts in his neck uh, and outstretched arms is instantly recognizable around the world uh, I do want to talk a few spoilers, a few moments, specific moments. So if you haven't seen this movie, I don't blame you. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you don't want to be spoiled, here's a little little spoiler warning for you. Uh, the way this movie opens, where it's being presented, like a presenter comes out and introduces and warns the audience that they're about to see something horrible. That was a nice touch. Uh, I didn't find, I mean... It's interesting after watching all of the pre-code horror movies, uh, th- this isn't one of the more scarier ones for sure, but uh, it is fun. It is a fun one. Um, the collecting of the body parts I thought was pretty great. You know, digging up recently buried people, grave robbing, uh, waiting for the funeral to end to go dig the body up, uh, taking a body or t- attempting to take a body that was hung um but it was no good uh they need a fresh brain so he goes to steal a brain from the school the hunchback guy um and he gets the normal brain but drops it so ends up taking the abnormal brain the brain of the criminal uh which you know it's uh interesting interesting uh the fact that like so he puts this monster together and there's the scene with like his wife Right. He's not around. Dr. Frankenstein's busy. He's, he's caught up in his work. He's passionate about this project. Uh, the the university that he used to work for that he you know rejected for following these things. They all show up to his house and they're like acting like they show up uninvited and they're acting like uh, like I would be they're intruding on this dude's space. And they're acting like they're justified in doing so. Let's take a quick break from the podcast because I want to talk about a way for you to make a little bit of extra money by making content for companies, for brands, for products. It's really easy to make user-generated content. You can check out all the content that I've made 
over at inspireddisorder.com slash UGC. That is also where you can go sign up through Join Brands, which is the exact service that I use to get connected with different brands to make content, whether it's selfies with products, how-to videos, unboxing videos, product reviews, all kinds of stuff. It's really easy to do, a great way to make extra money, and you get free products while you're doing it. So go to inspireddisorder.com slash UGC, check out all the content that I've made, and sign up to make your own content. You don't have to have a massive audience on social media. You don't even have to have social media accounts. You just have to be able to make content, take pictures, video, that kind of stuff. It's great. It's easy. Go check it out. Inspireddisorder.com slash UGC. And now let's get back to the show. I don't know. I was on the side of, of Dr. Frankenstein, right? He's busy trying to work on something. He's passionate about this thing that he thinks is going to change the world. Obviously, would change the world if you could reanimate dead, you know, create life, all that stuff. But, like, I know what it's like when I'm passionate about working. I'm working on a project. And if somebody just showed up at my doorstep, the day I'm, like, finishing the project, I would be so pissed. I'd be like, get out. I would be acting just the same way this doctor was when everybody shows up to his little castle when he's about to turn the lights on for his monster and 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 they act like he's the one with the problem i mean he kind of has a problem but you know i i i sympathize with dr frankenstein um right it's like going over there trying to boss him around in his own house barging into his house showing no respect going through his stuff like go look going snooping around his his science stuff it's like get out of here like you you not well you're just like you show up out of nowhere you barge inside and now you're snooping through my stuff like showing him no respect whatsoever and then you get the great he's alive scene amazing performance uh then later on then a lot of this movie is pretty slow and i don't really care uh the scene where he throws the girl in the lake i always thought that scene went differently um but you know then you had the town tracking him down with torches and all that kind of stuff you know it, overall the film's themes aesthetic and characters have influenced countless other works in a variety of mediums over the decades Frankenstein has been recognized not just as a cornerstone of horror cinema, but also as an important film in the history of cinema overall. It's been preserved in the United States National Film Registry and continues to be studied, celebrated, and enjoyed by new generations. Uh, and like I said, I've heard Bride of Frankenstein's even better, so maybe I'll check that one out uh, and review it. Who knows? But, uh, you know, I enjoyed aspects of this movie it's the chances of this making my list uh on sunday's top five episode let's just say uh spoilers don't hold your breath because <laughs> there were some great movies like i'm excited to share my top five list uh of because there's some great uh horror movies that came out back then there was it was really tough to whittle it down to only five uh but this movie despite the fact it has iconic moments uh 
some great performances in those moments. Overall, this is not uh, the best. Uh, so anyway, regardless, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Frankenstein. Don't forget to tune in on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more episodes, new movies, and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. And just as the film Frankenstein it has a short run time, so does this episode. So until next time, enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you